1: Championship week! Everyone excited to get to Miami and chase three different championships from the NASCAR Touring Series, Friday night the Camping World Truck Series, Saturday the Xfinity Series, and of course on Sunday the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup. Hi, everyone! Welcome to NASCAR America. Marty Snyder, Kyle Petty, honored to have a Hall of Famer here with us. I, I know, man. We have Ray Evernham in the house today.
2: How to you hey, ben, man? We don't get to see much of you great, anymore. Great. No, it's awesome to see you guys. Really, at. Uh, Banky called and said, hey, come on down. So I'm <laughs> here. here. That's it. Hey, I, I want to know from you, you said something
1: interesting this morning. How different are these playoffs for you to consume and watch and, and understand and process versus when you and Jeff Gordon were winning championships in the, in the game today?
2: It's It really is a much different game. And I think the whole game's changed. And it's one of those, whether you like it or not, the intensity level of what happens now is much, much different than what happened then. You know, we were racing points. It was all about points. You had a point number that yeah. you had to make. Now it's it, it's winner take all, do or die. You know, and you've got to beat that, that guy. And I think that the, the, the game's changed a little bit. It seems now it's okay to maybe be a little bit rougher and have that
3: do-whatever-it-takes yeah. attitude to win. And we just didn't, didn't have that. Yeah, because you didn't have to have it. You, you did. Because I was talking to my dad the other day about the 79 Championship and going into Ontario behind. They knew what they had to do. They had to make up 15, 20 points, whatever it was at that time. When you start at Homestead and you take Martin Truex and, and Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick and Joey Logano, they're dead even. It's like the other 35 races never happened. It's one race, winner take all. The intensity, the pressure, um, the 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 in your mind, it's like no mistakes. I've got to execute. You've got to execute perfectly to come out of there as a champion. So that's tough. Well, obviously, the championship four is
1: set. As Kyle mentioned, Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Bush, Joey Logano, and Kevin Harvick will duke it out on Sunday. Today is the final prep day at the Shop for Teams located here on the East Coast, one of the championship contending crew chiefs, Adam Stevens. Our Dave Burns got to chat with him earlier.
4: Well, fortunate enough to catch up with Adam Stevens in the middle of the busy championship week. And I guess I'm wondering if now that it's been a little bit of a routine for you, four in a row here, is it any easier? Well,
5: I think it is a little bit. You know you know a little bit what to expect, uh, the obligations that you have leading into it, and the level of preparation it takes to be successful.
4: So in those processes, do you, do you have this like, big book of things you've got to do, or is it more you just sort of let the week flow make sure you check off all the boxes?
5: Well, there's a certain amount of prep work and, uh, you know, just overall preparation that goes into every weekend, and that doesn't really change. Um, You know, it's the same amount of boxes. You just try to be a little bit more efficient, a little bit more thorough in all those.
4: It's been interesting. A couple of crew chiefs have had a different way of doing things. Rodney got to spend the weekend at home last weekend. Todd had a couple of weeks to prepare for Miami. Advantage for them?
5: It is. You know, we were in that situation last year and after winning Martinsville and I really felt like we were the best prepared car down there. And it showed through practice and through the race. Um, the pit strategy didn't quite work out for us, but, uh, you know, having time to devote to that and think about that
4: solely and not be worried about your performance for a couple of weeks is a big advantage. Let's talk about momentum. Some are big believers in it. Others, meh, not so much. You won last weekend, and it seems to give a lift, at least in spirit, to everybody. How big a factor do you think momentum is going into Miami weekend?
5: I think it's huge. You know, we've spent so much time, especially in the playoffs, um, trying to score points because we had such a point advantage that we weren't in desperation mode to win races. So we were trying to be really careful, trying to be smart. And We're not going to be careful and we're not going to be smart when we go to Homestead. We're going to go no holds barred and and chase after that checkered flag. So we got to do a little bit of that um, this past week at Phoenix. And uh, it keeps everybody on their toes and keeps everybody operating at that higher level. And we were able to show that last week.
4: How about the crew? I know you've stayed standard most of the time. Are they healthy? And is everyone going the same? Because you've always been good over, over the wall.
5: Yeah, you know, we've had the same crew all year. Uh, We were missing our gas man last week. They're on baby watch, but uh, um, (laughs) win, lose, or draw. He's going to come play with us this weekend. So it'll be the normal crew that we've had. And uh, you know, we've kind of been top of the sheet
4: all year. I got this visual of the finishing up here in Huntersville and going to Miami of the hauler. Okay, you load the cars in there, you you lock it up. It it goes down the road. Mm -hmm. What's it like when you finish up here before you leave, before you turn the lights out? What do you do before you leave just to make sure You've got everything covered for Adam Stevens and his job.
5: Well, it's, it's similar to every week. You know, um, you want to have a advanced plan for a race strategy. You want to know how the practices flow is going to go. You want to know uh, what you're going to change if you fight certain handling conditions that you might expect. Um, you know, you do all your race prep, and um, you close a notebook, and you go home. Do
4: you have a routine? Is there is there anything like at the very end you make sure you do? At the very, very
5: end? Uh, <laughs> make sure I kiss my wife and kids, and that's about it.
4: See, that's, that's the big news. Uh, he got a congratulations when he came in the door. I made sure it wasn't anything, you know, like family-related or anything, but a win last week in Phoenix and a chance to do the same and take home a second championship with Kyle Bush this weekend.
1: All right, thank you, Dave. And that work will continue until Adam told me 10 o'clock tonight for those teams here on the East Coast. Maybe the strongest group of championship four teams we've ever had. Those three guys, Truex, Bush, and Harvick, they've won titles. They're looking for their second, while Joey Logano has not won that championship, but he's come close twice, guys. So what we're going to do on the show today, we're going to kind of break down all, all four of the championship teams, sort of some positives, maybe a few negatives on, on why you think they could or could not win the championship. Let's start with the 18, Kyle, since we just heard from Adam Stevens. Like, what are your thoughts, and and are you a big believer in the momentum they built at Phoenix coming into Miami?
3: I, listen, I'm always a believer in momentum. Uh, if you, You're only as good as your last race. How many times do we hear that? How many times <laughs> do you hear it in the sport? You're only as good as the last race you ran. Last race they ran, they won. Um, You know, there's so many positives four years in a row. Adam Stevens being a positive, understanding breaking down the race last year, where they felt they were weak, understanding how to get stronger there. The year they've put together this year, eight wins, eight wins. You look at that and it's like, where are the negatives? I think some of the negatives are mistakes, Uh, speeding on pit road, uh, loose wheels at inopportune times. Things like that; those are the, the negatives. But those are the negatives for just about every team. And that I'm was talking. Texas two weeks ago. Yeah. that uh, wasn't a long time ago. No, 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 two weeks ago. That was two weeks ago. Issues. And that's what I'm saying. So if we go and we just go over the last few races, there are plenty of positives, but there's a few negatives that that rear their head. And and it's like I said when in the opening here, execution, execution, execution. That's what it's going to come down to for these four teams, because. There's one that's a little bit better, and there's one that may be a little bit less, and the other ones are right there in the middle somewhere. But in the end, it's going to take. It's going to be that close. It's going to be that close.
1: Kyle brings out the point, how much does experience count? Because this is the fourth year in a row for this team in the championship four. I
2: think experience means a lot because you've been in those battles, and sometimes that helps you avoid those mistakes. You know how to prepare or not over-prepare, yeah. really. You're overthink Go out and do your job. The other thing is they don't have – Let's say distractions. Uh, some of the other teams that they're racing again have got some distractions. These guys are getting along really well. They're, they've got experience. Adam Stevens has been in there. The crew's been together. And Kyle obviously has been there before. And right now they're on the top of their game. And as I said, when you look at some of their competitors, they have a little distraction here and there. I don't see it with these guys. The other thing, Kyle, is they've won two races
1: in these playoffs at Richmond and Phoenix. Yeah. And in neither race really did they have the best car. They were no. able to find a way to win a race, and that always t- tends to build momentum as well. That builds
3: confidence. Yeah. Okay, that builds confidence. Speed is what's going to take here. Okay, yeah, I, I don't. And, and I, maybe, I, and maybe I'm way off base, but you know, we saw Brad Keselowski earlier this year win two or three races on strategy, on not having the mm-hmm. best car. When you get to this level, these four teams, winner take all, one shot. You've got to have strategy, the best car, the best luck. Uh, the best paint scheme, the best-looking wife, the best-looking everything to come out of this place. I'm that telling. counts for Miami. Yeah, no, everything counts when you go to Miami. Everything We're
2: not going to get into great the wives because that's, that's we'll, we'll, we'll that I'm could be a whole different show. Mode. Yeah, exactly. But
1: you never know when the moment will be. And I found it funny like because Kyle mentioned this. Uh, I also had Joey Logano mention this to me, and, and Martin Truex Jr. mentioned it to me as well. Last year's race, you go back to that last run in last year's race, and Kyle said, I didn't get through traffic quick enough. Right here, yeah. fighting with Joey Logano, he said, I spent too much time fighting with Joey Logano. That's why I didn't win the championship last year.
3: Yeah, okay, so you're telling me that, that Kyle Bush says, okay, maybe I was a little more cautious. Maybe I didn't didn't force the issue with Joey to get past him, to, get to have a run at the 18th. That's just him changing his game. But I think we heard from Adam Stevens right there, we're not changing anything. We're going down there and attack. We're throwing caution to the wind. We're throwing everything at it. So I don't think we'll see that same kind of mistake. As Again, I go back to what Adam said, or, or what, what, listen to him. We've studied this. We understand what our mistakes and where our shortfalls were last year. We're not going to re- duplicate that, repeat that.
2: And that goes right back to that saying that, that that experience, that being in that fight and being in together yeah, with the exactly. same group of guys, if I forget that, you're going to remind that's me. That's right. Where, yeah. you know, uh, being on that other end of the radio, having guys that have been yeah. in that battle, somebody's going to remember to bring up something that's going to remind you of what to do or not to do.
3: Good point. Ray, what
2: about last year's champ, Martin Truex Jr.? What do you think about his chances to repeat and, and win a second straight title? Well, I'm gonna tell you, I think Martin Truex is at right now at the pinnacle of his career. I think he's driving as good as I've ever seen him drive. Yeah. He's confident he can get the job done. I think in, in his mind, you know, he's a he's a fierce and talented competitor. He reminds me of somebody that old school. I like the way he drives. He drives hard, he drives clean. He, he keeps uh, track of his emotions. But going back to the distractions, I don't know whether it's the fact that that team is not going to continue, that he's moving on to a different team, but I just feel like that car has not had the razor-sharp speed that, that it that it had, and I think he's going to need good speed to beat the other guys. So, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like the, the talent is there, the experience is there, but the speed is just not in that car like it was.
3: Yeah, and I, I agree. I, I think last year, we go back to the mile and a half, he was the king. I mean, he got it done week in and week out. He and Cole, no matter what happened to them, they could recover from a mistake and get back to the front. And we saw that with this team early in the year, with all these teams, with the big three. I'll go with the big three. Early in the year, we saw these guys have have mistakes, get to the back, but somehow they found their way back to the top five at the beginning and by the end of the race. Second half of the year and in the playoffs, we've not seen that from the 78 team. If they have a mistake, they're lucky to get back to the top ten. That's a lack of speed, not a lack of anything else except the lack of speed. So that, that is a weak point for that team. The strong point for that team is I, I truly believe that Cole Pern and Martin Truex, and as you say, is at, at, we're the best he's ever been, they want to go out as a champion. They want to lock the doors on that place in Colorado and put that championship, one more championship sticker on that door before they walk away and they never go back out there again. That's a, that's they're, a lot of incentive personally that nobody else is lot carrying. That's a to fight for there. On that, that nobody else is carrying. That's something in their heart. That's something in here. And you know what? That's totally different. That's an intangible that we can't we can't see.
1: There's a lot to fight for in that Ray, but they're in Denver, Colorado. So that means you know, and I talked to Cole Pern about this on Sunday. That means one full less day of shop preparation for that race team. Does that hurt a race team to have a full 24 hours that you don't have that the East Coast teams had because your hauler had to leave last night at 10 o'clock?
2: I'd say if you had grown uh your team in this area where that was out of your system but being that they've done that yeah. that's all they've ever known it's really nothing different from them they they've had to to go that, I'd always like to have more time to prepare uh, our cars you always say look at the race cars never done it just gets time to go race that's just yeah, the bottom exactly. line just what well, what dictates when it's done is when you got to go the race all driver so, says i need to go yeah. but they they've done a great job with that team of of being prepared i just think Man, it's, 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 it's that that little bit, that half a step of, of, of speed. And maybe they can find that because Martin likes to run the top. He runs really yeah. good at Homestead. You know, they, they may come with that speed this week.
1: Those little bits are what win you the championship, though. Well, we mentioned the 78 hauler is on its way to Miami. They left the shop in Denver, Colorado. 10:15 mountain time last night. And the moment hit hard for the crew and crew chief Cole Pern and everyone on the
0: team. I don't think any of us were prepared for uh, how emotional it was last night. Yeah, when we loaded up, you know, I think we have just been head down, kind of pushing super hard, trying to to do everything we can to to get ready for this weekend. And once it was uh, once it was in the truck and and saw the saw the lift gate up, there was uh, a lot of tears shed and you know a lot of uh, a lot of sad faces cause, uh, I think uh, all of us really realized that the last time we we're going to do it together as a group, and you know it's something. Uh, you know, something. A lot of relationships, you know, a lot of relationships have been built uh, built in that shop, and
1: it's uh, it's a weird feeling for sure. Kind of is sad that it's the last race for yeah. Furniture Racing. You guys have both been a part of teams shutting down. It's kind of unusual
3: when it you yeah. know it's the last time. Yeah, and it, it is. It is. You you keep it's not in your head. It's not you keep it's not going to happen. It's not well, You know that's a long way off. That's six races. It's four. It's two. Oh my gosh, here it is. Um, and it is sad. It is said, and you know it. Uh, working with a team, you, the the bond you you have with your guys is, is unlike anything else. It's anything else. I was never in the in the military, but I imagine it's somewhere in that direction. Because you live together, you breathe together, you eat, you win, you lose. That's the way it is. Um, and that bond that this group has shared, as a championship team, as building a championship team. And now it goes away and you're scattered to the four corners of the garage area. You'll mm-hmm. still see each other. But some of you may be competitors now. Yeah. So it's it's um it's a bittersweet moment. And
2: when you go through something like that. What they did up there was amazing. If you think about Barney Visser, started that team from nothing yeah. and became, you know, that's been one of the most dominant cars in the series over the past two or three years. And, you know, you see the little kids and the families there in the garage watching that door shut. You know, the, you look back, I look back at the times with the 2014 for as long as my racing career has been, those were the best times in, yeah. in my life. And still today, those guys, you know, were, were were friends and they can look back on that and and know that they have been part of something uh, amazing but it is it is sad when you see that door close and you realize this is the last time this team is going to compete as a unit one more race for the 78 they hope it ends up in a championship for
1: those guys coming up two more teams to break down and joey logano and kevin harvick that's next plus we've seen mind games leading up to miami in the past but is that the case with this year's group we'll discuss when nascar america returns
0: Joey Logano has won yet again his third win at the Talladega Super Speedway. Oh, baby!
5: Her back! Woo! That feels so good! Good!
3: Good! Yes. Yeah, this is amazing. I just don't want to wait so long for the next one. <laughs> Here comes Logano! Logano on the inside! A drag race! They're sideways! And it's gonna be Logano getting the win! Miami, baby! Yes. The haters are gonna hate a little bit, but. I'm a hard racer,
5: and I don't think that's a secret to anyone.
1: We're here to win a championship this year. Yeah, but it's up on the fence. You know, Joey Logano doesn't do that at Martinsville. He not, might not be in the championship four. So, interesting fact here, guys. Joey and Todd Gordon, they're the longest, most tenured crew chief driver pairing in the championship four. I wouldn't have guessed that. I would not have guessed that. 211 starts. Would not. I would not have guessed that. Another championship four fact. So, Learn something uh, today. <laughs> well, there you go. I can leave now. <laughs> See you later, KP. <laughs> Ray, and I'll take the rest of the show. So, all right, uh, 22 team. Kyle, give me some some things that are positive in their corner of why you think they'll be the champion on You know,
3: I, I'm, I'm going to go off of, of they've been there three times. or This is their third time. Um, they've made mistakes the first time. They made a mistake on pit road. Uh, last time they were the runner-up. Felt like he had a shot. He felt like he had a shot. He's 28, 27, 28 years old. Um, he has matured more over the last two or three years as a driver. As a driver, um, than any driver that I've seen come along in a long time. Honestly, um, I think he's confident in himself, and I think he said it best when he said, "I'm the favorite." He's won stages, he's won races in the playoffs, and he scored consistently and run in the top five until this last week. This last week bothers me a little bit. Not going to say it doesn't well, because we talked earlier. A yeah, but but we talked a little bit earlier about momentum from the 18, carrying that momentum. You got one team carrying momentum and one team that was the first car out. At the same time, you know, talking to Joey, they have focused solely on the homestead. Solely on. And we heard Adam Stevens a minute ago. Okay? And he said, You wrote it down yes. when he said it. He said it was an advantage winning Martinsville last week, last year. We had two weeks. We were the best prepared car when we got to homestead. Okay? So Joey Logano and Todd Gordon. Feel that they have the best prepared car. Martinsville put them in position to be, in their minds, the favorite going in there. So I think that's a huge play. And listen, their pit crew. I would say right the best now. on pit road. Smoking right now. right
1: now. I would say the best on pit so road. So I, I don't, see, I don't see a lot of negative. This guy knows the advantage of having a yes. good pit crew. Gotta have a good pit crew.
2: You know, gotta, gotta have yeah. a good pit crew. But, you know, what Adam said that. Yeah, they were, it was an advantage, but they would, they didn't win the championship. Yeah, true. So, good point. You know, uh, I look at it and think, man, 22's been good. They've done a good job. Joey has matured. I see yeah. that with his confidence. And, yes. you know, he, he's always been a tremendous driver. But th- that ability, Roger Penske. Roger Penske, the captain, you know, if there's some orchestration going on on what they've got to focus on, getting the engineering, getting the team, getting them everything they want, I'm sure that that's happening there. What I see that could be negative <laughs> is it true. But, but, really. but. But. but here comes the but. Here we go. Joey's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way this year. And I think that if yeah, he gets yeah. in a situation where somebody's going to make it hard for him to get by. Uh, and I'm not just talking about Martin. You know, you, you look at Eric last Eric week Amaral. and these guys come down. But And yeah. if that means they're not going to run you and bump you. But if they make you run your car a little harder, if, you, if they give you a little bit of... Uh, 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 Tighten the space up, getting out of the pits. They make you run yeah. your tires a little bit harder. Are they going to make it harder for Joey to get the position that yeah. he needs? You know what's interesting is good yesterday
1: point. when DJ was interviewing everybody in New York, he, he flat out asked, you know, they, they, there have been some rubs here yeah. between you, Truex, yeah. and between Joey Logano and also Kyle Bush and Kevin Harvick. And, and Truex really wouldn't answer the question. All he would say was, I'm here to win a championship. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't back down and say, "I'm not going to race
3: Joey Hard on Sunday." No, he's. Yeah, I wouldn't expect him not to race Joey Hard. Yeah. Okay, um, you know, I, I will say this, and, and I don't care if, if another competitor gets in the middle of this in some way, shape, or form because they feel like they owe Joey Logano. It's total BS. Total BS. I'll throw the BS flag on it, and <laughs> the end of the conversation on that. This is about these four guys. If these four guys aren't willing to put it all on the line, and and, and you can't we can't sit here at this table. I can't sit here and say that Richard Petty, watching him race, watching Dale Earnhardt senior race, watching Jeff Gordon race, watching Jimmy Johnson run for a championship, that they didn't rub some people wrong at some point in time during that season to make something happen for them to get that extra five points to finish in the top five or whatever it may be. So yeah, you can say that, but you know, it's, Uh, Again, I'll throw the BS flag if somebody steps in.
1: Well, certainly you hope that doesn't play out on the track, you know. But the mind games are certainly there. They have begun. And I want to go back to something in 2014 where this really maybe all started. And it didn't start in 2014, but the latest salvo of that. Kevin Harvick speaking to Joey Logano in the Championship 4 press conference. Take a
3: listen. Yeah, you know, we want to be able to win the championship the right way. Um, obviously, that's that would be the goal. Is uh, and we both have, obviously, all of us have the same common goal out there, and we're all going to be racing each other, and it's going to be entertaining to watch. That's for sure. I thought you were going to
5: say you are going to send Brad out to be the movie chicane like you were at Talladega. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Kevin. <laughs> Maybe you should ask Roger. He's not here
3: right now, or Walt.
1: <laughs> you can tell Joey, yeah, a little frazzled by that. But he threw the first salvo this year at Phoenix, coming out and saying before anybody else was locked in, yeah. I'm the favorite to win the championship. Think that was Joey playing mind games? Salvo. Okay. Well,
3: I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I didn't. Think everybody my, asked all the other yeah, drivers all the about other, that. Yeah, and all the other drivers commented on it. Why would you even comment on something like that? I mean, I would have let it just float on out into the ether somewhere and not not even. But, I mean, it is what it is. But listen, Joey was, what, 24 years old? Right. So that's Harvick Looked picking young, on a kid yeah. right there? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Well, okay. I mean, he was a championship competitor. Let's move right along, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> anyway, the what mind we games. Now? I'm wondering if the mind this. games will be a factor tomorrow and then certainly in the media. Oh, yeah. Meeting. Anyway. All right, let's move on to Kevin Harvick and his race team. I'll ask you, Ray, are they the favorites?
2: Well, if we're going to go back to the pros and the cons, they've had the fast car. They've had a fast car. All year long. And Kevin Harvick, again, amazing racer. Drives out of a very big windshield. Can control a lot and see a lot of things. Knows his race craft is great. His talent is great. Again, fast car and Stuart Haas has done an amazing job. But, But, here comes the but. (laughs) (laughs) You know, being a crew chief, you know, uh, that that combination of a driver, crew chief, I think is important. And sometimes it's more than mechanical, whether it's that, that half a pound of air pressure yeah. or that little bit that you see or don't see. And I think without Rodney Childers there, it takes a little bit, uh, that a little bit of that edge away from that four car and for Kevin. Because no matter how good Kevin is, he can't control and see everything from inside that car. And... That and Kyle, you made a good point. I've heard you say, you know, just just knowing the the sound of your yeah. driver's voice on how big of an adjustment to make. And I know that Rodney's got the whole war room yeah. and, and this and that, but well, it's he'll not be in the same Miami. As, yeah, but well, he won't be on the radio. box. Right. You know that yeah. that's the thing. So the, having him not there to look at his tires and yeah. to you know to to see the stuff up close and you know you stand on that box and you you're hearing everything on the radio, but you're watching and you know. You could see the faces of the other mm-hmm. right. crew chiefs and things that are going on. And there's just a lot of, of, of in, intangible stuff that, that a crew chief makes a decision on that Rodney won't be able yeah. to see. So I think that takes a little bit of that edge away from
3: the four yeah. car. And, and I, I do, too. I said it going into this last week, week that I, I thought that was, that was a, a weak spot for that team, that that team could be beat at Phoenix because of that. Now, that's not the reason they got beat at Phoenix. Well, we don't but, know that. Yeah, well, that's true. But... You know, I looked at it and I thought that was that was a weak spot. I look at this. This team has speed, 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 speed more than any of these other, more than everybody else that we talk about. The part that bothers me about them a little bit is we go to Dover, mm-hmm. they win two segments, they don't win the race. We go to Kansas, they win one segment, they don't win the race. We go to Texas, they finally win two segments and win a race, which shows they have speed. They've won almost thirty percent of all the segments. Good point. This year, guess what? Segments don't count in this race. Segments don't count in this race. Only that last win or that last lap counts in this race. So they've got to get to that point. Um, I, he's, If I look at him and look at everything that he's done this year, he continues to lob volleys over at everybody else and say, here I am, come get me, come get me. But they don't come get him. They make mistakes and put themselves in position to be beat. They can't do that again. I, mean, I can't say it enough. I won't be able to say it enough this weekend. <laughs> don't make mistakes. If they don't make mistakes, these are the guys. And I know talking about Rodney Childers, we can't say enough about what job that Tony Gibson
1: did this past oh, yeah. Great weekend. job. He made Great a lot job. of those calls on his own because Great he had job. no communication with Rodney the entire day. So he'll certainly be a factor on Sunday. Well, the championship four spent their Tuesday in New York City, and they finished off the day with an appearance on The Tonight Show. Check it out.
3: I am here with the NASCAR Championship Four. We've designed
5: a pretty crazy obstacle course. We want to see how well you can handle it. It's time for the Tonight Show RC Pro-Am.
4: On your mark, Uh get set, go! (laughs) Go!
3: Just throw it. He can
1: just throw it over. Yeah! Always fun stuff. Kyle, how far do you make it on that road course? Like half a lap? Uh, yeah, <laughs> half a lap. Are you
2: kidding me? <laughs>
1: tomorrow is Championship Media Day in Miami. We'll have full coverage in a special two-hour edition of NASCAR America. You'll hear from all of the championship drivers 5 to 7 Eastern tomorrow. Well, coming up Sunday will be the final race for Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss as a team. Where do they stand among the all-time greats? That's next. After 17 seasons and seven championships together, Jimmy Johnson and Crew Chief Chad Knaus will make their final start together on Sunday in Miami. It's also the last hurrah for Jimmy's longtime sponsor, Lowe's. In fact, today he made his last appearance for Lowe's. Kind of strange to think about that, isn't it? This was at their distribution center in Statesville, North Carolina. Jimmy and Chad will be on the list of no doubt Hall of Famers someday, and this is a great Crew Chief. Driver combination. I know someone on that list. Yes. Kyle. I know a few people on that list. One sitting right beside me right now with Ray Evernham and Jeff Gordon. All right, so probably not fair to ask
3: him about ask that him. since he's
1: on that list, but I want to ask you, <laughs> do they fall on that
3: list? Someday? Oh, shoot Jeff. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That that's that's not even a question. You know, they are they are there and maybe above my dad and Dale. Whoa. I, I, whoa, I put them really? way, way listen. The most underrated record in this sport is five in a row. Nobody, nobody gives them enough credit. I, I just don't think so. I just don't think anybody gives that enough credit. Um, they are they are definitely on that list. And and you can, listen, so many different eras, so many different times. Ray and, and Jeff were the best in their era. Dale and, and my dad were mm-hmm. the best. And these are the best in this era. That's the way it is. So you put them all almost equal when you start looking at stuff. I don't think you can, you can really go back because you can't compare. The crew chief job that Ray did is a totally different job than what Chad does. Hmm. The crew chief job that Chad does, Dale Endman wouldn't even recognize it in 1967, 68. I mean, it's so far out. So I, I think you have to go back and you have to look at, at the time that it's in, but an amazing, amazing run that these two guys had.
2: Chad, was your protege agree with what, what Kyle's saying? Uh, again, uh, everything about the amazing and, and how hard it is and that they deserve to be there. I do disagree with with Kyle on the, <laughs> on the, on the, on the Petty. Above his. Oh, and, man, because, yeah, yeah. you know, growing up, you look at, I look at things, and I'm a numbers guy, and ultimately, you look at, to me, Richard Petty and Dale Ayman were the greatest in the sport ever because of their championships, but the amount of victories that yeah. they had and what they had mm-hmm. to do, they, they're legends. Jimmy and Chad are right there, you know. With those guys. when you, you, you it, Without a doubt, it, it's Petty Inman, uh, Johnson Canals. So what Jeff and I did was great, but we weren't together that long. And we won three championships, but we only won 47 races together. Yeah. When you look at Chad and Jimmy, they're heading for twice that many. You know, Richard and, and Dale, four times that many. Yeah. So it, it, to me... It is incredible to win that many championships, not just mechanically, but mm-hmm. what it takes emotionally yes. to do that, to hold those teams together and be that good and for that for many years, years is, yeah. to me, incredible. Yes, that's longer than most marriages
1: yeah. in America. <laughs> yeah, that's, I the part, that's the part so,
3: that's special. Yeah,
2: I want to
1: ask you, if Dodge doesn't come to you with a pot of money, do you stay with Jeff Gordon for his entire career? Or is it, was that maybe the plan?
2: Uh, you know, th- there was a lot more to it than the Dodge. Thing. There were some things going on with Jeff and I's relationship that just wasn't the same. Jeff yeah. did not need the kind of crew chief that I was. He was already champion. He'd, he'd grown up. He didn't need me in his ear telling okay, <laughs> get on the grade. Break, pass that guy. Get on the Well, <laughs> Don't yeah. do that. And, and, you know, I needed that. And I also needed something in, else in my career. So... Um, it's really a lot of fun right now because Jeff and I can sit around and say, yeah, if we stuck together, <laughs> yeah. we'd have won 10 times. Yeah. We'd have, <laughs> the numbers know. And that's the fun part of it. The key thing is that Richard Petty and Dale Edmond, they did break up for a while, mm-hmm. but they're still family and yeah. they look and they're together now. And I think when Chad and Jimmy look back at what they've done, they'll always yeah. be friends
3: and, yeah. it, it, and it, it, it'll come around. And here's the difference between my dad and Dale. They, they were born a year apart. They grew up a half mile from each other. And at 81 and 82, they're still best friends. And that's it. You can and take man, all the racing and together. all the other stuff away from it. That In the end, that's where they're at. All
1: right, quick prediction. Do they both win races next year, Chad and Jimmy? Obviously, Chad will be with uh, William Byron, and Jimmy will be with Kevin Mandring.
2: I think they do. I don't think that they win m- multiple races, but I, I think William Byron goes to victory lane with Chad Knauss, and I think Jimmy Johnson goes to victory yeah. lane next year.
3: I think it depends on <laughs>
1: <You're>, You <laughs> yeah. had to think a no, lot. He's,
2: I
3: am, he's, I got, think. he's got the balls I I yeah, pausing to think. think. I, do th- I do have to think about it. I, I think Chad wins a race before Jimmy wins a race. I'm sorry. I think Chad is, is, is hmm. poised to win a race before Jimmy does. I think Jimmy's in a different place in his career, and starting over at that place in your career with somebody is a little bit more difficult sometimes, I think, for a driver than it is for a crew chief, uh, because you're setting your ways as a driver. You know what you're looking for. So, um It'll be interesting. I'm not Uh, sure. I can tell
2: you now, as a crew chief, that driver's motivation, that driver's (laughs) (laughs) going to win. My driver, when I left, my driver won the next two. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Speaking of William Byron, he's certainly excited to have Chad Canals as his crew chief next year. We caught up with him earlier this week.
2: We just learned about basic
1: things, whether it's how we're going to get started in the offseason, what tests we have coming up uh, in January and things like that, and then uh, just kind of getting to know each other on a personal level. So I think that
5: personal side becomes really important uh, when you're working with someone for 38 weekends a year.
1: Well, coming up, if you thought the Phoenix race was crazy, you haven't seen anything until you've seen it scan all style. That's next on NASCAR America. It all started in February, it all ends this weekend. NASCAR's champions will be decided in Miami. Saturday, it's the Xfinity Series, 3.30 Eastern on NBCSN. And then Sunday, the Monster Energy Cup Series, 3 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Just four more days until the Cup Series crowns a champion. Getting to this championship four was interesting, to say the least. But how was it from the driver's perspective? Here's a very compelling scan all
5: Phoenix. ISM Raceway here in Phoenix. Just a simply gorgeous day at the track. Alright, bud. Time to shine. Let's let's do it. Let's go to Miami. Thanks for letting me be a part of this deal. Got everything else accomplished this weekend, We got one more goal to win this race, so let's get her done. And the green flag is in the air. We are underway. Ungodly tight center. Tight center exit just will not turn. I gotta stop. slides up the racetrack. Hey, what do you got? You got a flat? Looks like it just went flat or did it melt the beat? No, it's not a beat. It's not definitely not a beat. So it's not temporary it looks like a tire failure. Okay,
1: and a spin on the racetrack. And it's Joey Logano. How
5: bad. Both of your tires are flat. They just the only problem. You watch your mirror. Uh, 22 blue left rear tire right in front of me. And 19 is blind. He uh, ran me over in the back. Yeah, he clobbered you big time. Man, confident my my Can't wait for the youth to be
2: over. I think we've successfully made it worse now. Okay, 10 four.
1: Maybe next time you'll believe me in practice when they say it sucks. Kurt Bush, he is out front. Every point that Bush can get right here is huge. 10 is really right where it started. The car is better than what it was in the spring. Cliff Boyer into the wall. His championship
0: hopes gone. He's pretty well killed. 10 4, but Sorry about that. Pretty much the of our playoffs, boys. <laughs> it's the worst car I've had in Phoenix in
1: five
2: years. 10-4, we appreciate your positivity. There's one difference between constructive criticism and being a <laughs> And you know the difference. Well, I'm positive it's the worst car I've had here in five years, so there you go. For the driver who was leading the race. 41, passing the College of Colorado period entry, one lap penalty. I've never seen
3: anything like this in my life. My way to go, man. Sorry, guys. 35 races, just threw it away off of that. And don't give up yet, it ain't over. Not
0: the we we'll book off
1: next time too when I pit, so I can read it. Heard, take a deep breath. You got a fast race car, you got a lot of time to get there, you just need to, you gotta take
5: a deep breath, get your head back in this, all right bud? Simple. Somebody, somebody's coming on the pit road. He's coming yellow, yellow, yellow. Did he get back on, Tony? Yes, he did. Pointless caution, man.
1: Damn it. They have people pounding the fence and brake rotors going
5: everywhere and you have a guy that spins and gets back going and we throw a yellow. It doesn't matter. All we have to do is finish 33rd or better if they all finish where they have to finish, so none of that matters.
0: At the front of the field, Chase Elliott.
5: How many laps left here? 80.
2: Nine, two fast on fifth road, section one. Well,
5: unaware of that, but 10-4. Should get more and more aggressive as we're into this final stage the intensity's building up for these guys i don't know what you can do to help me unless you got a magic lawn for track position and ism race way back under the caution flag what's your gun say my gun says pit i think the board's going to do the opposite of us anyway Let's do the opposite of whatever you see here martin if they all stay calm and if they calm, stay out i'm thinking bridal tank here this time Kyle, panthers what are you thinking superman here bud superman
1: 44 laps to go to determine the championship four. Here comes the 18. Kyle Busch, what a way to start. The, spot, the 41, the 41 in the
5: fence. He just ran us right in the wall. never lifted the 11. 41 took hook me. Yeah, once we bounce off each other, he didn't push you. Dang, we had a miss, so 48 ran over. Dang it. How's your wheel? There's a 180 degrees off. It's not good.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Flat bottom spot all well, there. I don't think so. Off a little,
5: but not much about it.
1: The nine, a lot of damage to the right side.
5: Bad, we're done. Big hell of a day to speed. I apologize, guys. Been has six months. Big day to do it. Hey, just shut off, we'll get it. We're all done. Terribly sorry, guys. I
0: didn't get the job done.
5: No, man, nothing for you to be sorry about. We're not going to be
2: defined, but well, one moment on the year, man. Hell of a job. We love you. The four is dodged bullet after bullet today. Yep. Yeah.
4: Just bring it off one time. Kyle Busch is going to win in the desert! Woo! Yes! Yeah,
0: yeah. Hell yeah! Awesome job, Steve. Woo! Kevin Harvick secures a spot in the championship four. Nice job, fellas. Way to fight all day. Art Trex Jr. All right, we made her.
1: We're the 4 place first finish. Go, pick her. Great job, driver. Way to hang in there, buddy.
5: Take a little momentum with us down the homestead.
1: Man, just some incredible moments from this past Sunday. Expect even more from Miami. Hey, we've named seven of the best team members in the sport to our pit crew All-Stars. When we come back, we'll reveal the final three members of the 2018 team. NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection, proven protection for 20,000 miles. Hey guys, plenty of storylines this weekend at Miami. Here's another one: Tony Hirschman will actually be spotting for drivers racing for championships in all three series. Believe it or not, he was our pit crew all-star last week. He'll be spotting this weekend for Noah Gregson in Trucks, Christopher Bell in Xfinity, and Kyle Busch in the Cup Series. That's pretty cool, isn't it? And it's cool. three championships That's in one bad. weekend. Here's our pit crew all-stars for this weekend: Brian Deals, a Long-time gas man. He's working for Martin Truex Jr. right now at Furniture Row. He's been with the 78 team for the last five years. And Sunday will mark his final race on Pitt Road. Caleb Hurt also his final race. Uh, Justin Boss is the gas man for Ty Dillon and the 13 team. He also generates the creative content for the social media platforms of Ty and Austin Dillon as well as Daniel Hamrick. He's a busy dude as well as gassing on pit road. And the 10th and final member of this year's team is Daniel Smith. He's been a rear tire changer for the past 15 seasons. And at Stuart Haas right now, he's been part of two championships with the organization. This year, however, very different for Daniel Smith because he's facing a very different challenge. In August, he was diagnosed with cancer. He's currently undergoing chemotherapy and actually in the hospital today, but hopes to be in Miami this weekend for the championship race. Believe it or not, he's confident. He'll be able to return to Pitt Road in 2019. He's one of the best rear tire changers on Pitt Road. We certainly hope the best for his recovery and coming back as well. Brian Deal has been a gas man for 12 years in NASCAR and will put down the fuel can after this weekend in Miami. He's going to switch the marketing and sales side of the sport. He's a former semi-pro soccer player. Deal also coaches the game at both the high school and college level as well. And Justin Boss has been working in racing for more than a decade. He also owns a graphic design company and print company. And did you know that Voss has his own YouTube channel by the way? Documents no. all that he does on the racetrack <laughs> every weekend. I know you're going to say no. So, did no, hey, not no. I blame you I blame all you I blame me for all this by the yeah, way. No. Yeah, the, no, the is searching your no, for Hunter athletes. Woods. No. It's fault. It's you it's you, dude. you started it's all you. this. So, it's you. I, w- I want to know when you when you came in, did you just see a void there and go, "I can put athletes on our pit crew and I can gain a lot of time."
2: I saw so many good cars, you know, watching that that could would lose a ton of time in the pits, and I thought, well, that's because the mechanics are working all these crazy hours in the shop that we were working. <laughs> yeah, hey, who's retired? Yeah, yeah, look at that guy, huh? <laughs> so, else. And realized that if we could bring these guys in, they didn't know—they didn't have to know how to work on a car. All I had to do was pit it. So we brought him in and uh, hired Andy Papathanassiou, who mm-hmm. is still at Hendrick yeah. uh, mm-hmm. today. And created a pit crew with athletes, yeah. and it, it kind of grew from there. And we got a lot of advantages, won a lot of races on, on pit road. And it's great to see these guys finally getting some attention for what they do because what they do week in and week out is incredible. We, a, a tenth of a second, you know, you watch a gas man, yeah. he misses yeah. a plug. A tenth of a second at 200 miles per hour is 30 feet, right?
1: Yeah, I'm assuming so. Your math yeah. is correct. <laughs> it's amazing how the pit stop has evolved the over-under on, the, on a pit stop deciding the champion on Sunday. Oh,
3: God, I don't know. Pretty Uh, good? (laughs) I'm going to say pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I I do say pretty good.
1: All right. Well, maybe that will be the case. All right. Three champions will be decided in Miami. Certainly looking forward to that this weekend. So who you got? We'll give you our picks next and also the impact that one team owner could have on the championship.
5: NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile
1: One Annual Protection. Proven protection for 20,000 miles. Make sure you join us tomorrow evening for a special two hour edition of NASCAR America here on NBCSN from 5 to 7. Complete coverage of Championship for Media Day from Miami. Cannot wait to get down there. So, we've had this poll going all week long, Kyle. You know about the poll. So, it's, who are you going to <laughs> pick for the champion? Uh, Joey Logano's getting no love. He has gotten no love all week in this poll. Kevin Harvick's still the favorite. Yeah. Uh, why is Joey Logano not getting any love, guys?
3: Oh, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's our fault. We talked about those other three guys yeah. all year long. We talked about the big talked three. about the big four and, and we kept saying, who's going to be the big four? There's never going to be the big four because those guys, we were too deep in the season with those guys winning all those races. He's the fourth guy. He's the guy that has a shot at knocking off uh, the three Goliaths that are there. I'm going with Joey. That's, your pick. that's I was my pick. Ask my you pick who your is pick, joy. pick was. I think it's, it's is the joy. other
2: three guys that are doing all the voting.
3: <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. They are. Two X is not good. <laughs> I'm going with Joey Logano. To go, I'm, gonna okay, gonna, I'm gonna go with him.
1: Okay. All right. So that leads me to your pick, Ray. Who you got this week?
2: I gotta go with the eighteen car. They're the one I, wow. I see with that, that They've got all the, all the pros and wow. the least amount of cons. We didn't go with the favorite. Thing.
1: You guys left the door open for me to take Kevin Harvick. Is that, a, you know, if that's who I would pick yeah. going in as a favorite. In terms of speed on a mile-and-a-half racetrack, yeah. and can you argue with I, that?
3: I can't argue with that. Can I not argue with that. I think he's beaten himself. That team has beaten themselves more than they've been beaten this year uh, on a mile-and-a-half racetrack. So
1: one one little X factor maybe in their category. How much of a factor can Tony Stewart be? I know in Harvick's championship year in 2014, like, he talked about how much Jimmy Johnson was a big help to him, but he really pointed, pointed towards Tony Stewart as being a big help for him. So how much, we heard him be a calming factor for Kurt Busch last week. How much does Smoke help out Kevin Harvick this weekend?
2: I think it's a lot. It's no different than when Richard Petty walks yeah. into the room, gets your attention, get your respect. Yeah. You saw the, the outtakes, the, uh, the video of him talking to Kyle Busch last week. I think he's got yeah. all the ability to do that again this week.
3: Yeah, and, and that's, that's the point. He takes that. He takes this team. This is Tony's team. He takes it, and he takes pride in it. He hurts. He's he's joyous when it wins. But he's going to take those drivers, and he's going to give Kevin Harvick everything he needs to keep him calm, to do the things he needs to do. So I think Tony's a huge influence.
1: The correct guidance, and it can't be said enough for the wisdom he has for having been through it, won it, lost it. And and granted, Kevin Harvick's been here. He's he's done it all. He knows about everything to do a championship weekend. But that voice in his head calming him down on Sunday morning. I got a voice in Nothing my better. head. That's a different voice, coming
0: <laughs> uh,
1: That's going to do it for NASCAR America. Thanks, Ray Abraham, for joining us. Appreciate you being Thank here. You. Tomorrow, two-hour edition championship for Media Day. You don't want to miss it. Have a good night, everyone.
0: This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard.